Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Retire 360 with your host, Dwight Mejan. Dwight is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places your needs first. Dwight works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Dwight Mejan. Okay, well, welcome back, everybody. Glad to have you with us. Uh, my name is Dwight Mejan. I am your host of uh, the 360, Retire 360 show, and uh, with me is Mitchell Kaiser. Uh, glad to have you folks with us again. Got a great show lined up for you. How's it going with you, Mitchell? Having a good day? We're getting ready to hop on a plane here. So, hey, yeah, all is going well over here. Um, we actually uh, lost power this past week uh, here, and I'm down in the Whispering Pines, Carthage area. If we have any um, of our listeners in Low Country around there, uh, but yeah, our, we had a couple trees down on our power line, so we're just kind of getting back up and rolling. But yeah, getting ready to head to a different part of the country and. Uh, Looking forward to that. I don't know if we have any Yellowstone fans out there, but uh, we've been uh, looking forward to seeing Montana, and uh, we're fortunate that we have the opportunity to do that. So, yeah, life is good. Well, hey, we got a great show lined up here today. Uh, this is brought to you by 360 Capital Management. We are down in the Southern Pines uh, area today, uh, but we want to welcome our folks out in the western part of the state in the Banner Elk, Woolen Rock, and Boone area. Uh, but we got a show here today that we're going to talk about how we can help make your retirement dreams a reality. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, welcome. Uh, we're glad that you took a little time today to stay tuned in to us. Um, if you're new, you can go to our um, podcasts. You can check us out at Retire360 Show. We had a great show last week uh, where we had Mike Mazzoni on uh, talking about uh, the defensive strategy of portfolio planning with long-term care, specifically asset-based long-term care, um, we've received some calls from folks regarding that, figured we would. Uh, but if you ha did not have a chance to listen to that and you've done a good job with your portfolio, but you have yet to consider the defensive side of planning, great, great uh, podcast for you to go back and look at last week's show. But uh, yeah, we're going to jump into to this week here. But uh, if you want to reach out to us, uh, call us. If you're in the western part of the state, we're at 828-278-7814. If you're in the Southern Pines area, our number here is 910-235-0812. But uh, we're going to get into the quote of the week here and jump in. we got a lot to cover in today's show. Uh, Mitchell's going to take us uh, with the quote of the week here in just a moment. Uh, we have an inflation demonstration. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, we're going to talk about risk. Uh, very appropriate to discuss, of course, with uh, asset planning and investment planning. Uh, we're going to talk about right and wrong. Mitchell's got some questions. He's going to shoot at me from some of our listeners. And we're going to talk about why people need a comprehensive plan and how we can help you with yours. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. Yeah, so this week's quote of the week is brought to us by George Foreman. And that is, the question isn't at what age I want to retire. It's at what income? So what income do you want to retire? I'm sure, you know, I could retire to our listeners. I'm 27. I could retire uh, 
now if I really wanted to, but that might require me to live in my car and start my family there. But uh, everybody's kind of at a different age and a different um, situation. Um, if you guys have been looking at your financial picture for an extended period of time, I'm sure you've worked with a financial advisor to tell you what income you need in retirement to sustain your standard of living. Uh, for some people, that is uh, significantly different than others. Um, I will say there's a lot of people that we meet that are over the age of 75 that say, hey, I need some help. I'm going to run out of money. And the really uh, only answer to tell them is that, yeah, you are going to run out of money unless you make some significant changes to your lifestyle uh, just because of how much that you have saved and for how you have prepared. So the objective here is that you plan for that on the forefront so you don't uh, face that problem because that is uh, very true. It's not at what age it's at what income. Some people are uh, very fortunate to be able to sock away a ton of money or maybe they had some investments skyrocket at a young age and they're able to retire younger. Uh, sometimes they do that, sometimes they don't. Very real stuff here, folks. Um, I just want to tell our listeners, if you guys are in the low country, now that would be the Pinehurst, Southern Pines, Sanford area. We are going to be doing an event um, on August 10th and 11th at Sandhills Community College, and we are going to be talking on taxes and retirement. So if taxes and retirement is something that you guys uh, feel that you want to get more information on, uh, this event is going to be free. And again, that is at Sandhills Community College. On um, It is going to be August 10th, on, which is Thursday at 6 p.m., and it's going to be on August 11th, which is a Friday at 11 a.m., if that is something that would interest you guys, make sure you give us a call because we need to reserve a seat because we do fill up. Uh, the best number to reach us at for that is 910-235-0812. And if you're one of our listeners on the western part of the state, we do have an event coming up near you guys as well. So stay tuned. We'll be out there in just a little bit to uh, do some educational events. Yeah, just some of our, um, our listeners I know you know, they, they have advisors like you just mentioned that they work with, but taxes may be an area where you're not getting any advice. And uh, I just want to encourage uh, all of our listeners, if you're not in that area, maybe you're out in the western part of the state or you have a conflict with those dates, but would like to find out a little bit more, uh, reach out to our office. Uh, let us know that, hey, no one's really giving me uh, advice around, you know, taxes, how's my portfolio going to be taxed in retirement? Are there ways to lower taxes uh, when I get to that point in retirement? And, you know, we had somebody that came to our event just recently, Mitchell, the last one actually, and uh, we have them on a map to go from the 24% tax bracket, and they're in their early 60s, that by the time they hit the RMD age, uh, required minimum distributions at 73, if tax brackets don't change any, which the brackets won't, but the amount of tax likely could, uh, could go up. So current 24% bracket, they're going to be in the 12% bracket with the plan that we laid out for them. So folks, that's a, mm. that's considerably a lot Huge. of money um, in your future. Yeah. So don't neglect taxes. It's not just, hey, you did a great job and that's awesome if you have and you've saved well, but you got to consider, you know, it's not at the end of the day what you make or even what you've saved. It's how much you've saved that you're allowed to keep. And that at the end of the day is what taxes in retirement is all about. And we will show you hands-on strategies and things that we do uh, with existing clients that you can implement into your plan on how you can reduce 
the tax planning aspect. And you know, Mitchell, that's just one of five areas that we specialize in. It's not just the tax plan. Um, it's not just the investment plan. That's another piece of it. It's the income plan. We're going to talk about the income plan today. And it's the uh, the estate and legacy plan and also the healthcare component. So we, we hit on that one last week. In fact, we think it's so important. We dedicated the entire show last week to healthcare, specifically long-term care. You know, Mitchell, we say this as well. You know, healthcare costs are going up at a rate of about three times the, the pace of inflation. So uh, very, very expensive uh, if a person needs long-term care and uh, has to be something that you plan for. So check that last episode out. Just go to our YouTube channel and you can rewatch that at, uh, at your leisure. But uh, Mitchell, yeah, yep. you, were, uh, you were saying something about where we're headed here next on the show. Where was that? Yeah, I just, uh, you, you brought up a lot of good points there, Dwight. And uh, for our listeners, uh, you know this, it's why you're tuning in, is that there, it's, a, it's complex stuff that we're going over here. And there's a lot of components and you need to be prepared. You need to be with the relevant laws and information. Um, I just got through reading a securities book, which I do not recommend for a fun read, but it is uh, very important and especially for what we do. But I'll tell you, even in the past year, the laws that have changed since that book was uh, published is significantly different. The laws are not the same. So and what does that mean as far as when people can take distributions, how much those distributions are, what you do with inherited IRAs, you know, all of that. I mean, it's, you know, you could save yourself from huge burdens, folks. Make sure that um, apart from your planning, you're making sure that you are also educated in that planning because just to plan is uh not enough and if you don't know that yet you will <laughs> just give it time okay. but um anyhow dwight i know you were telling me earlier about some harsh realities about your generation that being generation x uh do you want to touch on that a little bit yeah it's it, mitchell it's a it's actually a sad reality uh for generation x which is my generation uh some news came out this week uh, about Gen Xers, but so everybody's clear, you know, we have all these Gen Y, Gen X, all these different, um, you know, names that we place on uh, years of birth. But if you were born between 1965 and 1980, that is collectively known as Generation X. And um, that group is unfortunately headed toward retirement, woefully unprepared uh, for their retirement years, uh, according to a recent analysis. Uh, the typical Gen X household with a private retirement plan has a mere $40,000 in savings, according to the report this past week from the National Institute on Retirement Security. Um, the figures are even more alarming for lower income Gen Xers who've managed to stash away no more than about $4,300 and often less, uh, this group found out. So across all members uh, of the generation, some 40% you can believe this, Mitchell, and our listeners, they don't have a penny saved for retirement, not one penny, 40%. So Gen Xers are fast approaching uh, retirement age, but the data indicate the vast majority are not even close to having enough savings to retire. And, you know, we talk about, um, you know, the, the, the goal really towards retirement is if you're an average wage earner, average household, you know, the target is to have somewhere between 70 and 90% of that pre-retirement income set up for retirement through guaranteed sources or from your portfolio. And, you know, we talk about on this show, the 4% rule. So if you have a million dollars saved for retirement, that could, you know, 
You can clip off of that about 4%, $40,000 for income uh, conservatively. And that would, uh, you know, and a conservatively invested portfolio that should ensure that you don't run out of money. You take that coupled with any maybe pension that you have. I know those are kind of a dying breed, but social security and, you know, you got to get to 70 to 90%. That's just to enjoy the same standard of living. So this group, if you're in that, uh, some of those statistics I shared, um, you better put the pedal down and uh, and have a plan. So um, yeah. most Gen Xers don't. Yeah, go ahead, Mitchell. I was just going to say uh, a question that people might be asking you or themselves. So why is Gen X so unprepared? I just wanted to share some uh, statistics with you guys. So only 55% of Gen X workers participated in an employer-sponsored pension or 401k plan. So that's only 55%. Uh, wage growth has been relatively stagnant compared to the previous generations, that being the baby boomers. And uh, student loan debts are also higher for Gen Xers compared to baby boomers. So part of that's not a shock, but I will say the part of that that is shocking is that people of um, that age group, which I think the youngest uh, Gen Xer would would have been in 1980. Is that right? 1980. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So people that were born in 1980 are still carrying, you know, tons of debt. That's, you know, that's people that are pushing their 50s, right? So that's that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, Mitch, a lot of people hear this and that maybe they're in this category and they're listening right now. Um, you know, if you're the, the first place to start is if you're working for an employer and you are not participating in a 401k plan at work, you need to go in to your HR department ask for the form or ask what you do online for the website and start to um, get the maximum, at least up to the amount that your employer matches and start contributing and do it in a Roth account. Uh, do Roth contributions uh, and get that match. Uh, some people, you know, Mitch will just say, well, I'm behind. It's not going to matter. Um, it will matter. If you have, you know, 10 years left and you can max some savings out, um, you know, having something's better than having nothing or just relying on social security. So, uh, you know, reach out to us. Uh, we'll be glad to put you on the right track, go over some specific steps more that you can take. That 401k, if you're employed, is the first place you should start uh, with saving. Want to know where your hard-earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. You know, the question here is, will Social Security keep up? So we're going to shift gears here and, and talk about an inflation demonstration. So while it remains higher than the Federal Reserve uh, would like it to be, uh, inflation has consistently been slowing down in recent months. You know, last, I think it was June, uh, it was 9.1%. So we've certainly come down since then. Um, but it's an indicator that could lead to lower cost of living adjustments uh, in 2024, for millions uh, of American retirees. You know, this year saw one of the largest increases to Social Security at 8.7%. And, um, you know, earlier this year, the Senior Citizen League estimated that based on the most recent consumer data, next year's cost of living adjustment to Social Security and uh, Supplemental Security Income, otherwise known as SSI, could be as low as 3%. This would probably be a difficult situation to navigate for retirees who rely, you know, strictly on Social Security for their spending. In Florida's uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm Beach area, which is estimated to have the highest inflation rate 
of all metro areas in the country, it's up to 9%. So they're still, I don't know what they were a year ago, but they're still hovering around that 9% area. So uh, folks, that's just all the more important reason to have a plan in place besides just relying on social security, because it's not going to enable you to enjoy the lifestyle that you're living. Uh, the cost of living will officially be announced uh, this October, uh, meaning that the Senior Citizens League uh, estimate could still change, uh, but the estimate remained much lower than the adjustment for 2023, uh, which included the highest boost in 40 years, like I said earlier, at 8.7%. So Mitchell, where where else is inflation hitting the hardest uh, over the last 12 months? Yeah, so some other places that have been hit pretty hard is also uh, down in Florida, the Tampa St. Petersburg, Clearwater area, they've hit about 7.3% on average. Um, San Diego, Carlsbad, California, they're around 5.2. Denver and Aurora, Colorado are about 5.1. Detroit, Michigan, 4.7. Dallas, Arlington, Fort Worth, Texas, they're about 4.7. And Atlanta, Georgia um, is about 4.6%. Uh, inflation. And those are just some of the top places. Um, but apart from inflation, Dwight, I think we were going to talk about risk as well. Uh, we find a lot of people are not allocated appropriately with their risk measurements. So what that means is uh, a lot of times in our office, we go over the rule of 100. And so basically what that means is it's a simple financial guideline often used for retirement planning. It helps individuals determine the appropriate assets allocated based on their risk tolerance. Um, So here we say you take 100 minus your age, and that is the amount of money that you should have invested in um, safe solutions. And the other, (laughs) sorry, the other amount is uh, what should be invested in uh, the market. So is there anything you wanted to add? No, you know, Mitchell, I think the thing with um, with risk just kind of came to mind in, in light of a meeting I had a couple days ago, actually it was towards the end of last week, uh, with a client that uh, we were going over an analysis of their portfolio that we had run, and we went back to 2008 with their current portfolio holdings. We just wanted to have some discussion around performance over the last 12 months, and then we measured it on a, a three-year back period. We went back five years. 10 years, and then we took it back to 08. And what was interesting uh, for this couple to, to really find out is they put themselves at about a, I asked them on a risk score, one to 10, uh, they put themselves, uh, he was a five and she was about a six. She was maybe a little bit more of a risk taker than him. Their portfolio was right about landing where they wanted to be. Uh, but what was interesting is based on the performance of their portfolio, particularly when we looked at it like over the last 10-year period, what we saw was uh, a proposed portfolio that matched uh, similar risk. It was actually a little bit less risky. It would have put them down each about a point in risk. So it helped the uh, portfolio from a risk standpoint, lower risk. The historical rate of return actually improved on this couple's portfolio um, rather significantly. Um, and that, that formed a whole discussion where they had questions about, well, what type of instruments are in the proposed portfolio? And I won't go deep into this, but you know, we're not a fan of bonds. Um, I think bonds are served a purpose back in the day, but there are 
plenty of bond alternative strategies today to consider uh, that I believe, and, and statistics show us, at least from the uh, asset allocations and, and portfolios that we've managed, that being out of bonds have been more favorable uh, in, in a bond alternative strategy. So that that 40% in a, in a traditional 60-40 portfolio, finding a place different for that other 40%, which is what we showed this couple, it actually reduced risk because remember, bonds still have risk, right? Interest rates go up, the value of the bond portfolio goes down. We just saw the Fed's raise rates here last month in July a little bit, could do it again uh, in, an, in another month. So particularly if you have you know, long duration bonds uh, where your bonds are further out in terms of maturity, those bonds have a greater sensitivity to changes in interest rates. And um, you know, if you're going to be in bonds and you still like them, make sure that the duration of your bond is, is, is short. You don't want to be in long-term bonds. You want to be in shorter term bonds. And uh, it's just a much better place to be in. But yeah, risk, very, very important. Um, can't emphasize it enough, particularly if you're in that retirement red zone where you're pretty close, let's say within five years or so, six years from retiring. Very important that uh, if you're not sitting down with your advisor, uh, you need to sit down and actually take a risk assessment. Look at your portfolio, look at how it's set up with risk. And um, you know, this couple wanted to make a change. They were ready to do something different when they saw how much risk they could reduce in their portfolio. And they looked at what the historical return had been uh, over that 10-year period. It was significant. And again, that past performance doesn't indicate what the future is going to do, but a 10-year period tells a pretty good story as to what that might look like if the next 10 years repeated itself, or if we had a, a big downturn in the economy. You don't want to have your uh, your income that you're planning on out of that portfolio um, be drastically reduced or that portfolio to be drastically reduced right before you retire. So, yep. yep. So, hey, we're going to, um, Mitchell, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we'll jump back into our next topic. So we'll be right back after this. Mitchell's going to do right and wrong. You're listening to Retire 360. At 360 Capital Management, we know you've worked hard to earn your money, and you've worked even harder to save it. When it comes to wealth management and planning for retirement, Dwight Mejan is passionate about helping people protect and grow their wealth. Visit Retire360Show.com to schedule your free consultation today. It's a $1,500 value provided at no cost to you. Book yours now at Retire360Show.com. You're listening to Retire 360 with Dwight Mejan. Now, back to the show. And we are back. You guys are listening to the Retire 360 show brought to you by 360 Capital Management. Next, we are going to go over a segment called Right or Wrong. And we invite you guys to uh, tune in with us. Uh, what we do here is we take a lot of questions that we get from our listeners and uh, we set that up in a way that is right or uh, wrong. So I'm going to ask Dwight a series of questions or give him prompts, and he is going to go over that with us and explain to us how we can better prepare ourselves for uh, a longevity of retirement. Come on down as we test your financial knowledge in right or wrong. So right or wrong, 
you should keep working to stop contributing to your retirement accounts to maximize your social security benefit. All right. Well, I hope you said wrong on that one, because if you did, you are correct. Um, you know, you want to always continue to contribute to your retirement account. I always like to say it's not free money. It's money that you earn, but your employer you know, most oftentimes is matching somewhere, hopefully three to 6% uh, on that contribution. So definitely you want to continue uh, to do that. But I said this earlier uh, in the show, make sure in your employer plan, if you're able to do it and they offer it, contribute into that Roth account. Folks, we're seeing more and more people who, you know, again, a lot more money today is still in tax deferred accounts where people are saving pre-tax. And I know we have listeners right now who, you know, have heard about Ross. They said, I need to do this. I need to go in and change my uh, contributions. If you can put all of it into the Roth account, um, don't, there's maybe a few circumstances, uh, that, you know, that would be different to do pre-tax, but, um, I can't really think of one here now for our listeners. So I would encourage all of you to be doing Roth contributions. And if you're doing the pre-tax, uh, you probably can go online. If you're good on the computer and know how to go in, you can change them right on that website. If you're not sure how to do that, uh, call the custodian of the plan or call your HR department and somebody there uh, can direct you on how to do that. But you want your money working as hard as you do. Uh, it's important to get uh, you know, a social security maximization plan. Uh, that's the other thing that we would encourage you to do. So if you're getting close to social security, uh, reach out to us. Uh, our office runs those for um, you know any of our listeners. We'll run that for you for free, and it'll show you the optimal point for when you can um, start taking or when you should start taking Social Security. It's not a one size fits all. Um, you know, everybody thinks, well, I don't, I can't wait till I'm seventy. Seventy may not be the right age for you, folks. Um, it's going to depend on a lot of factors. It's going to depend on your health. Uh, what's the family health tree look like? Uh, did your parents have longevity? Do you have some of their you know, genes and some of their makeup? For some of our listeners, it might make sense to draw Social Security early. You may not want to wait till full retirement age. Um, other questions, do you, know, do you like your work? Uh, some people are getting to the point, we had talked to somebody here this past week, and um, last I talked to him about four or five months ago, he was going to be working another four years. Now he's thinking the end of this year, he wants to be done because there were some changes that were made uh, at his place of employment. Uh, and he's just not sure he wants to hang in there. So for him, he's got the ability to do that. It's not going to affect his income. Um, so we may be looking at triggering his uh, social security here at the beginning of the year. Uh, do you want to leave a legacy? How big of a legacy do you want to leave? Uh, all of these are questions that you know need to be asked and uh, explained so that you can best decide, hey, what is the best situation for me? And then, of course, there's the dreaded tax question. What's the best scenario for me from a tax perspective of when to take Social Security? So again, there's Social Security decisions that have to be made, but do not, under any circumstance, if you can uh, avoid it, don't stop contributing to that retirement plan because you would be doing yourself uh, a, a disservice for sure. Next prompt here. The rule of 100 is a simple calculation to help one determine how much risk they should be taking inside of their portfolio of assets. Well, that is correct. If you were at the here, hearing at the beginning of the show, Mitchell went through that. Um, 
So that is correct. You simply take 100, subtract your age, and the resulting number is the percentage of assets that you could have at risk. We call it smart risk uh, in the market. Make sure that risk is appropriate for uh, you know how much you'd be comfortable losing. Um, the idea that you're the younger you are, the more time you have to make up for any significant losses. As you get older, you want to have more of your savings in a safe uh, investment product. So somebody like Mitchell, 27 years old, I'm always encouraging him. You know, take more risk, uh, Mitchell. You've got years ahead of you at 27 to make it up. Um, someone like myself at 55. Uh, needs to be more moderate in the level of risk that we take, right? Because we don't have as many years, those of us that are getting up in age, we don't have the years ahead to make up for those losses. So rule 100, know it, very important to implement into your own portfolio strategy. What's the next uh, question a listener had for us, Mitchell? All right, Dwight, right or wrong, there is no way to grow your money tax-free in an IRA. Well, hopefully you just tuned in there. We're paying attention because that would be incorrect. That would be wrong. Um, I just mentioned to our listeners, Roth IRAs allow you to pay taxes on the front end on those contributions, but you enjoy the tax-free earnings and the tax-free distribution when you pull it out uh, in retirement with no requirement, or I'm sorry, required minimum distributions. And you know, Mitchell, that's a huge point that we see with clients who don't do Roth conversions. They, they got this large bucket of money that they just continue to kick the can down the road. And most people get settled into their retirement you know, with the income that they have coming in. Maybe they've got a pension, maybe they've got social security or they're pulling some income out of the portfolio, but they don't take more money out of that pre-tax account. And what happens is when they do have to start taking required minimum distributions, oftentimes they're doing that at a huge detriment uh, to their tax status because we see people jump 10 or 12 percent uh, more into a tax bracket, some higher. And the other danger in doing that is you have uh, this thing called IRMA, which is a higher premium that you pay for your Medicare premium. Some people are triggered into higher adjustments for their Medicare cost because that required minimum distribution, they're already near a, a threshold. And by pulling a larger amount out of that required minimum distribution, it's enough to throw them over that threshold. And then they have to pay higher amounts for their Medicare. IRMA stands for Income Related Medicare uh, Adjustment, Monthly Adjustment Amount is what it is. So that's, that's what IRMA is. I know some of our listeners have been uh, probably hit by that unexpectedly, and they're nodding their heads if they're driving or listening right now going, yeah, you want to prepare for that. So um, Roth accounts, you're not subject to required minimum distributions, uh, which is a good thing. Not, just, not only does it come out tax-free, but the government's not forcing you to take money out uh, later in life. You can do that at your oh. own discretion. All right, Dwight, last one for this segment. A 60-40 portfolio, which is 60% in stocks and 40% in bonds, is a tried and true method and is still the best way to construct a portfolio for retirement. We might get some mixed reviews on this, but I would say to, to that, uh, that would be wrong, uh, in my opinion. Uh, the modern portfolio theory uh, of 60-40 portfolios um, is a strategy from 19, believe it or not, 1952. 
do you really want to rely on a 70-year-old strategy for your retirement? Uh, I don't. And if you were in that portfolio last year, you got a double whammy against you because not only did equities fall uh, significantly, you know, S&P dropped about 20%, 19 and a half, but it was the worst year on record for bonds. Uh, so your bond portfolio took a beating as well. And if you would have been in uh, some new asset classes uh, to properly balance that smart risk money, which is the money that's in securities uh, with smart safe investments, uh, you would not have seen near uh, the drop uh, potentially in that portfolio. So um, yeah, very important if if you're in bonds and you're still in that 60-40 model, or you look at your portfolio and you're like, hey, my advisor's just not talking to me about alternative strategies uh, that you all have talked about. If we have time in today's show, I'm going to talk about another specific asset class. I haven't talked about it for a while. Uh, we use them in a whole bunch of our portfolios. I would say better than 60 to 70% of our portfolios, we're using a certain asset class. But um, it's, it's a great strategy, um, and it would have prevented uh, a larger loss last year if you were heavy in bonds. But if you want to talk to us about that, um, give us a call. Um, our number here is 910-235-0812. Or if you're in the western part of the state, uh, you can reach out to us at 828-278-7814. Uh, we welcome your call. Uh, we welcome talking with you and uh, seeing what we could do to help guide you better maybe in how your portfolio is allocated right now. You can also go to our website at retire360show.com. There's a little uh, tab there that you can click on and uh, you can schedule a complimentary Zoom call with us uh, or a meeting face-to-face. Uh, -face. We'll be happy to meet with you and have that complimentary session. But we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about why people need a comprehensive retirement plan. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Retire 360. You're listening to Retire 360. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Dwight, visit retire360show.com. All right, and you, we are back, and you guys are listening to the Retire 360 Show, brought to you by 360 Capital Management. We're going to jump in here to the decumulation phase. You hear us talk a lot about accumulation. Now we are going to talk about decumulation. Decumulation is the process you go through during retirement phase where you shift your focus from saving to uh, using your assets to generate income. So that is the drawdown period. Um, so I'll say a recent study we had from BlackRock said only 36% of Americans are confident with what they have in income to retire, while 55% are return concerned that they will outlive their money. So with the decumulation phase, Dwight, um, learning how people are spending down their assets, why would that be important for them to need a comprehensive retirement plan or to meet with somebody to learn how they could take advantage of that better? Well, what, one of the things we find, Mitchell, that too many people, um, they think retirement planning is simply about the rate of return, but they don't have any income plan uh, that is guaranteed to fund their expenses. So we find that too many people, they don't have a clue uh, about their bonds. And in many cases, 
Um, you know, bonds are 40% or more of the portfolio, as I was discussing earlier. And this asset class has been significantly underperforming. A lot of people don't have uh, any plan for healthcare expenses. And this is a big, big problem. Um, you know, long-term care, like we talked about, we just spent a whole show dedicated to that, uh, is one of the the, the biggest areas um, uh, of people's uh, uh, need to plan because the expense is so high. It's about ten grand uh, on average a month in this area, and that's part of a comprehensive plan is to look at the defensive side of that uh, portfolio. And healthcare certainly is a very large expense. Uh, we've shared statistics on the show before about that, but approximately three hundred thousand, if you're a, a couple is what you could expect to spend in healthcare costs in, in retirement. Many people will go you know, much, much higher than that. So it surprises uh, me to find out how many people have no legacy plan whatsoever for their beneficiaries. They don't have a will or a trust to avoid the costly and, and lengthy, uh, lengthy probate process. Probate here in, in North Carolina ranges anywhere from five to 7% uh, of the cost of the estate or the value of the estate. So uh, very important that you have that looked at. Um, life expectancies, I think you mentioned this earlier, Mitchell, people are living longer. Um, that's the, the, the thing we have to look forward to. That's a good thing. Uh, but it's more important you know, now more than ever for pre-retirees and retirees uh, to have a comprehensive plan that's going to not only get them to retirement, but that's going to help get them through retirement. So by working with us during the, the planning process, uh, you'll have a team that's by your side that can answer questions for you uh, and properly align your plan with your retirement goals. So if if you haven't heard from your advisor lately, uh, or you simply aren't receiving the attention that you deserve through your work-based retirement plan, uh, let us provide you with um, an opportunity to show you the service that we offer uh, and a complimentary consultation. So if you're out West in the Western part of the state, reach out to us at 828 Two seven eight seven eight one four, or if you're a little more local, uh, you down in the Low Country area, we're at nine one zero two three five zero eight one two, and you can also go to uh, our website at retire360show.com, and you can uh, get a hold of us there and set up a complimentary meeting with us. So we're going to have one last break, and we'll be back to finish up our last segment. We'll be right back with you. Like what you're hearing? You can watch the show too. Visit youtube.com and search Retire360 to watch clips from this program. You're listening to Retire360. Here's Dwight. All right. Well, my name is Dwight Mejan. I'm your host. Uh, along with me here is Mitchell Kaiser. Um, we want to just take a brief moment here. I talked in the last segment about bonds and the old 60-40 portfolio that was designed back in 1952 and want to give our listeners um, an idea for part of their portfolio. This is probably a new asset class for many of our listeners, but I want to talk just briefly here a moment about structured notes. Um, structured notes are uh, an asset class that we use in place of using bonds uh, for our clients. Structured notes are basically a type of investment that combines the features of bonds and derivatives. And derivatives, you know, that, that can sometimes people hear that and their their eyes start spinning or rolling in the back of their head. 
Um, a derivative is, is simply something that, just like it sounds, it derives its value um, from something else, from an underlying asset. And they're issued by banks, structured notes are, and other financial uh, institutions. Um, they typically offer a return that is tied to the performance of an underlying asset, um, such as a stock or commodity index or a basket of assets. Uh, it could be tracking or, or the underlying asset could be the S&P 500 uh, or the NASDAQ. Uh, those are some of the ones that we use within client portfolios. Uh, but the two components of a structured note are first off, there's a bond component. Uh, the majority of your investment that provides protection of your principal. Okay. And these are issued, like we said, typically by very large um, investment banks. Uh, we're working with notes this month that are issued by JP Morgan, just to give an example. Uh, but the second component to a structured note is the derivative component. And that offers a potential value increase of the structured notes return. Um, this derivative can offer the investor exposure to any asset class uh, whatsoever. So we will work with uh, our clients on income notes, where if a client wants current income, uh, we'll use structured notes that provide income for clients, just like a bond where it kicks out that income every single month. Um, and those yields today uh, on some of them that we're currently offering this month range anywhere from 10 to, to uh, 10% to a little bit north of 12%. So you can certainly see uh, a lot more yield um, being offered within the structured note realm than you can in, in the typical bond market. Um, structured notes can be customized uh, to meet specific investment objectives. Uh, it could be structured to provide exposure uh, to a wide range of assets and markets. However, um, they are often complex and may have features that are difficult for some investors to understand. And as such, they might not be suitable for all investors. And it's important to have a good grasp of the features, of the risks, and of the benefits before you invest. Uh, a financial advisor that you trust can help you understand exactly how structured notes will work uh, in your portfolio and guide you in your decision on whether or not to invest. You know, we, we have a lot of uh, structured note offerings that offer principal protection. Um, there's structured notes out now that uh, they'll cap you on the upside of the return. For example, they might have a, a cap feature where you're, you're maybe only going to get 10% if the market goes up in a given 12-month period, 20%. But the structured notes will completely uh, have, have protection in it from the downside so you don't lose any money if the market was to collapse you know, 20 30%. So there's opportunities in all different types of notes to tailor the and customize these notes to a specific target goal that you have. So if you want to find out a little bit more of those, uh, when we finish up the show here, we'll give you our contact information. But those might be, for somebody listening, that might be a great feature for you or a great asset class to consider, especially if you wanted to unload some bonds. So with that, uh, Mitchell, we're going to shift here. Um, you know, the Fed is, is no longer predicting a recession for the U.S. economy uh, in the near future. Um, many economists disagree with that. Uh, several leading economic indicators are pointing towards, uh, you know, a downturn. Uh, protecting your retirement plan from economic downturns can help ensure a financial uh, plan is, is secure. And we're going to give you, our listeners here, we're going to end today's show with 10 strategies to recession-proof your retirement plan. 
So Mitchell, why don't you give our listeners the first um, recession-proof idea? All right. So step number one, you guys have heard this a million and ten times. Diversify your investment portfolio. Um, spread those investments across various asset classes like stocks, uh, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, annuities, structured notes, as Dwight just went over. Uh, diversification can help reduce the impact of market volatility on your retirement. Uh, with that, number one, I just want to uh, reiterate with you guys, as you diversify and as you plan, make sure that you guys are informed of what stocks, what annuities, what bonds, what real estate. Um, you want to make sure that you're making educated choices and that you're not just uh, you know, throwing blind uh, darts at a dartboard. Uh, there is a way to strategically uh, diversify your portfolio. Uh, so do you want to go ahead with number two? Absolutely. Number two is uh, establish an emergency fund. Um, Got to maintain a separate savings account. I would keep this separate from your checkbook uh, with enough funds to cover. I like to see six months and I don't think it's uh, it's wrong to have you know nine uh, months sitting in cash. You know, the benefit we have today is we've got higher yields, right? Um, I know some of our listeners right now might, you know, be hearing this and had to have that emergency fund, but uh, I ask people every time I'm in a client meeting about their cash fund, and I'll tell you probably seven to eight out of 10 of them uh, don't have the the right interest uh, earning right now on that account. Uh, money market accounts are out there, folks, at 4%. I think you don't have to look far hard to find that. And the place I'd start is start with your own bank and tell them uh, that you're, you're looking at elsewhere to park some funds and you've gotten some pretty competitive yields. What can they do? They might ask you a question back. And, uh, you know, if they want to keep your business, um, they'll probably match it. They might even beat it. So, but pick up the phone. It, it's, it might be uh, one of the best calls you make uh, for the day is if you just check with two other banks where you don't bank and find out what that money market account is and put that six-month savings emergency fund in there and you'll see some nice interest accruing in that account better than what we saw uh, a year ago at this time. So got to have that emergency fund. Absolutely. Uh, and that brings us into number three, we want to minimize our debt. Now, when we talk about minimizing debt, we're specifically, uh, or I should say mostly talking about the high interest debts like credit card balances and personal loans. Uh, being debt free or having manageable debt can provide a more can provide more flexibility during a recession. Now, we might offer a bit of leeway there if you're one of those people that has a 2.5 interest rate on your home and your current yield in your bank is at 4%, then if that's the case, then you might be better off uh, keeping that mortgage. But uh, if you definitely have credit card debt or personal loans, you wanna make sure that you get those paid off as soon as possible because it's hard to get ahead when you're giving away all your money to creditors. Right, absolutely. Well, Mitchell, number four uh, is to increase contributions during good times. So whenever it's possible, you know, boost your retirement contributions and objectives. Now I say this, you want to be a little cautious, I believe, when you do this inside of your 401k plan. Um, I think it makes sense to fund it up to the match that your employer is doing. But if you're going to fund beyond that and you have the ability to do it, and I hope you do, um, start a plan outside of your employer plan and fund into that. And the reason I tell you to do that is you have more investment choices. And, and that's what it's really all about, folks. It's about you maintaining control 
of where you get to invest. And in that 401k plan, you probably don't have as many options. Um, you know, some of you have better than, than other listeners who are listening right now, but if you put it into a, an individual plan like a Roth or um, a traditional IRA, that opens up the entire investment landscape for you. And that's where we would recommend you to, uh, to do that. So uh, maybe you got a boost in your income. So take advantage of, of higher income uh, and employer matches. Just make sure you're getting that employer match because that's money that you've earned. Uh, don't leave that on the table. Yep, absolutely. And uh, number five, we want to regularly review and adjust your plan. Um, so if you guys think back to a little earlier in this show, we talked on the rule of 100, and that is the how much risk you should be taking to how much of your portfolio should be in uh, principal protected assets. Uh, so regularly reviewing and adjusting that plan is constantly making sure that your risk matches your age, which matches your investment objective. Uh, so my investment objective being a 27-year-old is different than Dwight's as a 54-year-old versus, you know, our grandpa who's an 80-year-old. Uh, they're all different and they all need to be adjusted continuously. And uh, again, you probably should, unless you're pretty savvy on the market and you're studying that actively, uh, you should consult a professional to have them help you do that as you uh, go through the different stages of life. Uh, number six uh, is to consider annuities. Um, an annuity is a financial product. You've heard us talk about them on the show that provides a stream of income during retirement. Uh, some annuities offer protection against the market uh, downturning uh, and provides stable income regardless of economic conditions. You know, some some of our listeners, um, you know, an annuity is a fit, and for others, it may not be a fit. But particularly. Uh, if you know you might be five to ten years away from retirement, and your only source of income is Social Security, uh, with certain annuity products, uh, you have the ability to guarantee a growth on one side of that annuity contract, a kind of a, a contract within a contract, as I call it, that has guaranteed elements attached to it for growth, which will guarantee you a, a minimum amount of income down the road. And, and that can be forecasted depending how many years down the road uh, a listener might be hearing this and going, yeah, I might need more income in seven years or eight years. Well, certain annuity products can give you uh, with certainty a worst case scenario. Here's how much income you could get. Other people maybe that don't need income or they don't think they'll need income, but they're looking at safety. That's a, a different type of annuity product where they can accumulate money um, and that some of these contracts are relatively short term in nature. You don't have to be in some of these for 10 years. They're shorter term products uh, that give you caps on the upside and totally remove the downside uh, risk that you take. So might want to consider an annuity if you're listening. Mitchell, what's uh, the seventh tip that we have here? Yeah. So exploring defensive stocks. So defensive stocks belong to industries that are relatively resistant to economic fluctuations like healthcare, utilities, consumer staples, um, including such stocks into your portfolio can help protect your investments during recessions. Uh, there's different ways to use defensive strategies. Like Dwight just said, there's annuities. Um, there's also uh, buffered products. So a buffered product would be one where you can gain, um, so I know there's buffered products out right now where you can gain 22% of 
uh, the S&P 500, but if the market goes, so anything over that, you wouldn't gain, but you get protection on the downside. So uh, if the market goes down um, 9%, you do not lose anything, but anything below 9%, then you start to accrue um, some losses. If that uh, didn't make sense, then uh, best bet is to probably just give us a call and I could explain that better. But anyhow, they give you a bit of a buffer. So they let you experience uh, a large amount of the upside and they take some of the hit on the downside. So that's another way just to minimize your risk and use a defensive strategy. Uh, defensive stocks, as I just went over, are also always a safe bet. Uh, utilities, probably not going anywhere. Um, healthcare, that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, but I will say, uh, you want to just take a note of this healthcare year to date has been down about 4%. So you want to make sure that you're constantly even looking at the consumer staples because, uh, they do fluctuate not as much, but they do fluctuate as well. You know, I love that the, the market, you know, at least the country we live in, uh, it, it provides opportunities and it, it's no different in the investment world is that we have some great instruments that have been put together in the investment world to give people uh, more defensive uh, ways in their portfolio where they're not sacrificing too much of the upside, where we could still get some generous gains and protect the downside. And some of that was what Mitchell was just talking about. So I love that. Um, number eight is delay social security benefits uh, if and when possible. Uh, by delaying your social security benefits until full retirement age or beyond, uh, you can receive basically higher monthly payments. And who doesn't want higher monthly payments? Um, this could be a valuable source of income, of course, during retirement, uh, especially during economic downturns. Again, is it right for everybody to delay? Not necessarily. But if you can do that, again, beyond full retirement age, it's the only place that we can use the term guaranteed uh, because you get that uh, guaranteed 8% increase just by delaying past full retirement age. So another great strategy there. Mitchell, we got two left, so why don't you share your last one? So number nine, continuously educating yourself. Uh, you guys want to make sure that you're staying informed on and on top of these economic trends. It is always good to say, oh, well, you know, Mitchell and Dwight have my back. Uh, they're going to take care of me. They're going to make sure it gets done right. And if you work with us or if you have people that are like us that help you, that's awesome. And uh Trust is the number one thing when working with a financial advisor, that you're working with somebody that you can trust. But I will say, whoever you are working with should always make sure that you yourself are being educated. And uh, if you don't feel that way, uh, maybe you're not asking questions or maybe they're not informing you. Either way, folks, uh, what's important is that you guys yourself stay educated. Um, I would just reiterate with you that there is no such thing as a stupid question. It's your money. We're helping you manage your money. Somebody's helping you manage your money. And if you have a question, no matter how dumb you think it is, just ask it because uh, it's nothing that we probably haven't all thought at one point in time or another. Uh, you, all, you also have to remember that uh, we are working professionals. So we do this stuff on a daily basis and we dissect the nitty gritty. And we realize that that is not the case for everybody. You know, there's a doctor listening to this right now. And uh, I could ask a doctor a really stupid question uh, or I could feel that it's stupid, uh, but it's not. It's my health and this is your money. So if you guys have something, if you have a question, ask and make sure that you do feel informed uh, moving your assets. Yep. 
And finally, number 10, uh, consult uh, with a financial advisor or a professional. Um, seeking guidance from a professional uh, financial advisor could be invaluable when you craft uh, a recession-proof retirement plan. And Mitchell, you touched on that here just a minute ago you know, with somebody who specializes in a particular field, for example, like a physician, you know, we could be called geeks. You know, we sit in our office all day and we're on computers or, you know, putting together, um, you know, a portfolio plan or recommendation for somebody. This is what we do. Uh, we enjoy doing it. Um, and a lot of people, you've got something else that you do. My wife reminded me, uh, actually last night I was out in my yard because I had one of those sprinkler heads that popped and I could not figure out I watched YouTube. I always go to YouTube. I still couldn't figure this thing out. And I came in and she just reminded me. She said, you know what, Dwight? You don't enjoy that. You're not really that great at it. She said, why don't you just hire somebody to do that? That's exactly where I was at when I came inside. I'm like, I got to just get somebody else in and they can fix this. I'm not that handy around the house. I'm not that handy in the yard. And, um, I, you know, this is what I enjoy doing. Uh, and it's where I get fulfillment. It's where I get um, you know, a lot of satisfaction. And I would just encourage our listeners, we hope you would consider us if you're taking time to listen to this show. Uh, we would consider it an honor if you'd reach out to us and to do that. Um, and you want to talk about something we've discussed on today's show, reach out to us if you're in the western side of the state, 828-278-7814 is our number there. And if you're in the Southern Pines area, we're at 910-235-0812. You can also look us up on retire360show.com and you can get in touch with us there. Mitchell, share those dates one more time. we got a class next week. We've got a few openings left, um, but give our listeners the dates for taxes and retirement. Sure. Programs. So if you guys are looking to uh, come to our class on taxes and retirement at the Sand Hills Community College here in Pinehurst, um, our next event for that is on Thursday, August 10th at 6 p.m. And it is on Friday, August 11th at 11 a.m. If you guys are interested in that, uh, make sure you give us a call so that way we can uh, make sure that we have a seat reserved for you guys because we do have a name on um, just about every seat for our classes come the day of a class. So that is of interest to you. Give us a call, 910-235-0812. Hey, everybody have a great week and we look forward to uh, having you back at our next program. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to Retire 360. You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Dwight, visit retire360show.com or pick up the phone and call 910-235-0812. That's 910-235-0812. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and 360 Capital Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk, and unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Structured notes involve risks not associated with an investment in ordinary debt securities. The securities are not bank deposits and are not insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation or any other governmental agency, nor are they obligations of or guaranteed by a bank. The securities will not be listed on any securities exchange, and the secondary trading may be limited. Therefore, there may be little or no secondary market for the securities. Accordingly, you should be willing to hold your securities to maturity. The securities are subject to the credit risk of the issuing bank and any actual or anticipated changes to its credit rating or credit 
spreads may adversely affect the market value of the securities. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer.